in a quarantine world. Experience the podcast nobody's been talking about, starring no one famous, past, present, and pointless. Streaming now. Welcome, welcome. This is past, present, and pointless. I am your host, Alex Carter. With me is my co-host... You fuck that. <laughs> Do you have to redo that? <laughs> we, we can go again. Let's go. <laughs> you like? <laughs> 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 I am your first co-host, Alex Carter. With me is my second co-host, Leonie Chambers. Apparently, I've been promoted. You have been promoted, boo. So um, congratulations! A new job, apparently, new position. In the future, we will be having gullible guests on, and uh, they will be determined as and when we can safely do it with COVID currently happening still. Yes, got to think about everyone's safety, not just their own. Exactly. We don't want them to feel scared or conscious about coming in. They can just, you know, be able to come in. I and... was thinking about the cats personally, but yeah, okay. Oh, well, the animals are fine, aren't they? <laughs> you didn't know that. No. Um, first, um, of the, th- the th- Can I hear your best, um? Um. Um. Is that long enough? <laughs> Not quite sure. <laughs> that was you. Oh, what was I saying? Um. You got a little, uh, at the end as well. <laughs> when you find your words at the end of it. <laughs> um, um, or you go home, you're um, like, damn it, that's what I was going to say to them. God damn it. Oh, yeah, that was it. Um, so this. And then you always finish with it when you know what you're saying. Yeah. And, um, before you finish, you start saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> All right. Should we jump in straight to the movies? Go on then. Boom. First movie we watched, it's called Hashtag Alive. It's streaming on Netflix now. It's a Korean movie. With English subtitles. Obviously, we don't speak Korean. We won't be able to watch it. Or we could have dubbed it. But I think that would have taken away the effect of the movie. We could have just, like, made up what we thought they were saying and just done our own audio through the whole film. That would have been hilarious. That would have been hilarious. (laughs) And give everyone different names. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a modern take on the zombie apocalypse. We start the movie with this technical guy. He's He's like a gamer, isn't he? I don't know if he's a technical guy because we don't know what he does, do we? No, he just like he just does gaming, doesn't he? And it looks like he stays at home that's, most of the time. I think that's literally all we see of him, Red. As soon as it opens up, it's literally just him gaming with his friends. Yeah. So like, I'm guessing, just from taking it, like, guessing of what he does and whatever, he's probably, yeah. ideally, he's probably a student or something. Yeah. You know, he's, so we'll say he's a student, yeah, cause he's, got he's a, a gamer. Yeah, because he's got an okay apartment. Yeah. It's not, like, amazing, but it's not, like... Really and he supposedly lives with his mum, but his mum isn't there at the mo- at the time. I don't think he does live with his mum because well, he's the... shouting mum, isn't he? At one point in the, at the start. No, that's because he's um on he was on the phone to her before, weren't they? They because they text him on his on his phone, mm. and that's when he was talking about his mum. Ah. But I don't think she lived with him. Okay, yeah. Well, it's it's zombie apocalypse movie. The action literally starts straight away. Actually, this was one of the things that I think is a good point for the film because in many films like especially zombie films yeah they have you that little build up before and it's either really long <laughs> or it takes a while to get into it so yeah. that's probably the one of the best things about the film yeah. that it just goes straight in there if you wonder why though she started laughing then it's because she hit the mic and i gave her a really disappointing look she it's should know better the look you should know better i'm not angry i'm just disappointed <laughs> true and it's when the eyebrows go up 
mm-hmm. <laughs> and the eyes widen and the irises <laughs> dilate so the movie the action scenes are really good the zombie effects are really good that the actors playing the zombies really realistic I like how that would happen. Don't you think it reminds you of, like, how the zombies act in this film kind of reminds you how they act in The Train Ship Sun? I know you just watched that now, yeah. but, like, the the way they, they actually play the zombies kind of similar. Yeah, very. Well, it's from, isn't it from the same director or is it the same producer? It's the same, no, was it, it? The same studio, at least, maybe. Is that why we got into the film? Yeah, no, yeah. Because really. we were like, oh, right, so these two films are sort of, like, connected. And I really way. like how they do those the zombies in there. Yeah. Reminds really a veiny of, and pulsating eyes and just bloodthirsty what was he that that's kind of the same style isn't it mm. we like the effects basically we They're like really the effects good. basically and the actors are obviously very committed to the roles and it's it showcases how this guy he probably uses his techniques of how he games we don't actually see what games he plays but the how how you would react to that situation i think he sh- he's like your most average kind of guy in that situation oh, yeah, most definitely. and it shows you the tools that he has in his, his apartment like modern technology and things like that to interact with other people who are also stuck in apartment buildings. I guess it kind of shows you how a normal person would probably use what they've got in and how they would react in that kind of situation. Exactly. All in all, it's a good movie. So... It started falling apart toward the end, don't get me wrong. Most films do that like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it kept our attention. They kind of run out of ideas when it gets to the end of most yeah. films. That's the problem with most films these days. They don't know how to end them. Mm. They've got this really good idea in the head and sometimes it's executed really well, but then not fully. Like yeah, not, no, I get what you mean. They've not thought about the whole thing until they're thinking about, okay, this film, this film, this film. How am I going to end this film? They don't think about it until last minute. And then yeah. you think, oh, actually. It is really hard to end a story. That's why, like, some movies, <laughs> they end on, like, a cliffhanger. Or an open But then they don't actually make a... A sequel. A sequel. And that's, annoyingly enough, that works most of the time. Because then it's like, you kind of want in more. And you're like, oh, I don't need that. I I want him to close out. But don't you think the first thing someone should think about when they're making a film is the ending? Mm. Think about the concept, but then think about the ending before you even get into how it starts. Because that is literally makes or breaks a film. It can start really rubbish. It doesn't matter. But as long as it ends well, that's what you remember. And that's what's going to have the lasting impact on someone's memory. Yeah. The end of a film. This, this is true. Because a film could be, like I say, amazing all the way through and then the ending's terrible. It just, you know, oh, actually, that film was terrible. I don't want to watch another one. Because yeah, Because that's true. all you remember. Yeah. Um, but the quest- better question is, uh, if you were an extra in that film and they said to you, okay, so do you want to be a zombie or do you want to be eaten by a zombie? What would you prefer? Uh, to be the zombie. Because knowing full well you've got to commit to that role and you've got to put 110% in. Yeah. Be the zombie. Be the zombie. So all in all, out of ten, what would be the player one and player two review rating? Can um, I say? Well, I'm gonna take into consideration obviously like the special effects of it. I think were pretty decent. To be fair, yeah. You know, it didn't look like it had a massive budget. Mm. The acting was really good, and like the concept and the take of the film was good. It was believable for like nowadays. Yeah, exactly. And um, I say. The, the style of the film was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I was a little bit annoyed that they didn't really get out of the apartment a lot, and that kind of annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I can't... That's the problem with zombie films. They either focus on one area, which is either really small or a massive area. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what... Um, I think the film was called... Uh, twenty, Not 20 Days Later. Um, what's the one inside of a mall? What's it called? Uh, Dawn of the Dead. That's it. It was in a mall... Don't get me wrong, but it was it was quite big, so it you didn't feel like you're one like set location. Yeah, and it, it that's why it made it better, I think. Mm-hmm. Whereas obviously this one was an apartment building, and it was literally just his apartment, and then it was the other person's apartment, and that was it. So 
very small budget, but I feel like the film still deserves, I'd say, at least an A, because even though they didn't end it well and the, the location was literally a bit, bit shitty, yeah. the film in, as a total was actually a fun watch. And I'd probably say, you know, if you've got a, an, an evening you don't want to watch, it's a fun watch, so you might as well go and watch it. Yeah, and if you're not that bothered about reading subtitles for like an True. hour and a half. I'm sure there'll probably be a dubbed version somewhere. Yeah, there anyway. will be a dubbed version in but, English. But yeah, I think it deserves that because of like, say, yeah. the, the time and effort's gone into the film. Yeah. And I, the film itself isn't that bad. And it's it hard is to okay. kind of write a movie that's been the basis for it revolving around zombies has been done that many times. True. So it's this hard is true. to reinvent that genre whilst keeping it fresh and modern. So I think they did quite a good job. I think what would give it a bit of a higher score is they say if it just had more than one location. Yeah. And that's, that's probably all they could improve on, really. Yeah. And they, and they tightened it up a bit at the ending, but mm. you'll find that out once you watch it. So it's an 8 out of 10 for, it's called Hashtag Alive, it's on Netflix now. The second movie we've watched, quite a, people, a lot of people are raving about this one. It's The Devil All The Time. It's on Netflix now. What was that, what was that rated like? How was it rated? Mm, well, on IMDb, it's got 7.2 out of 10. But that's from, that's from about just over 35,000 people. So in the grand scheme of things, it's not that many people. No. To vote on a film. No, but even like in a small clasp of people, it's quite a good rating for a movie that's been out for about two weeks. Mm, so it's true. had it's I had d- the amount of people to watch it. Do you think part of that was because of Tom Holland? Possibly. They all don't. <laughs> they don't. They do that with a film. They always put yeah. in a big actor when they're not too sure how the film's going to be received. So they put a big actor in there. More people are more likely to see it mm-hmm. just because of that actor. And despite and then, yeah, go on. And then obviously, if it's get if they like it and it's a positive review, then they'll tell other people to watch it and so forth and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guilty as charged. That was one of the reasons we watched it. <laughs> well, well, I didn't. You told well, me. For me, yeah. You told me we were watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Boo! This is the film we're watching. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> I fuck with that. <laughs> yeah. So, a little bit of trivia. Patent pending. <laughs> Despite not to minor spoiler, my minor spoiler, minor spoiler. <clears throat> Despite being given top billing for the movie. Tom Holland's character doesn't actually appear in the movie until 46 minutes. Yeah, I was very disappointed about that, in that sense. Well, no, if you see the movie, you'll see why he gets that part mm. in there. But if you see him as a child, which is a different actor, obviously. I think it was, if when we're watching the stories, isn't it back to front, really? No, no, sure no, it, it just car- it carries on. You're probably thinking No, 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 because remember, it is because some of the stories that we see... Um, Later on, they finish, they go backwards, and then you think, oh, why has that happened? But then that's because of the other story. Hmm. Because it does. Right. Anyway, but that's not important. <laughs> I don't know if you're 100% on that, but... Tell me the stories in order. I can't remember them off the top of my head. Wow. But anyway, <laughs> it also stars Bill Skarsgård, who also played Pennywise in It. Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Thank you. Skarsgård. Um, Sebastian Stan also stars Jason Clark. 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 And Robert Pattinson. Oh, yes, it does, doesn't it? Mm, it mm. does. It's a little rundown of the movie. Sinister characters converge around a young man devoted to protecting those he loves in a post-war backwoods town, teeming with corruption and brutality. That's all you need to know. No, actually, I don't think that paints it in a good light because um, <laughs> that doesn't really tell you about a lot about the film. And that kind of makes it sound Well, like... no, you don't want to know about the film. No, but that makes it sound like it's boring. Whereas... No, does it? From my perspective, if right. you if you'd have said it like this to me, I'd have been sold straight away. Um, because I wasn't too sure about you anyway. I was just like, "What's it about?" And you're like, "I don't know." If you'd have said to me, it's basically four. It's four, isn't it? Four, I've got a better four one here. Stories. I four, found a better review. Wait, four mini stories, 
that all end up connecting together as a total as a full circle story sorry mm-hmm. it's got some cool actors in there a bit of murder in there a bit of suicide in there and it comes full circle and it's kind of like a Guy Ritchie style film I'd be like okay I'm sold I'm there I'm in fair enough for the small minority of Guy Ritchie fans you don't know that <laughs> so I for one I really enjoyed it thoroughly um it's over two hour movie so you can tell you can think me by the two hour mark i'm like nearly asleep or <laughs> this or is true asleep but <laughs> this really marvel. <laughs> yeah unless it's marvel uh, this really captured my attention and i loved the way the actors played the characters especially how tom holland he can branch out from playing peter parker and spider-man and he can go a totally different way and be like southern teenage boy that like kicks ass and takes care of his younger sibling or of his friends or whatever and he takes that energy of what he imagines his dad dad's character in the movie to be like and he embodies that as well he's just trying to do the right thing everything keeps going bad for him and he carries on trying to do the right thing which he thinks is right where it may be spoiler 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 where it may be murder or stuff like that or beating people up I feel like he does everyone a favour by what he does yeah no he does in a sense in the concept of the film obviously not in real life and if you see if you try to explain what you've done to the police they'd be like nah still manslaughter mate you're going in prison bye I think it's I I like that the film also gives you kind of justice so like we're obviously not going to tell you too much about the film in that sense but when you watch it and you just think bad things are happening these people are getting away with stuff and it actually ends up they get What's it called? Karma. They either get karma, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> they get karma. Karma. So the, the so the end the story the full circle story karma ends. Karma chameleon. <laughs> with basically everybody getting karma who deserves it. So chameleon. that's good. Karma chameleon. <laughs> they get karma, 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 karma chameleon. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> and that's a different episode. <laughs> and also along the way, you meet different characters who also, in my opinion, really nail the type of character they would be at that time in that period of time in a situation that they've caught themselves up in can i just point out really the believable that don't you think not also just on holland but robert patterson mm-hmm. how far out of like his normal style of film was that and, genuinely like, his acting. yeah and he was like so far off like what he's ever played before yeah and he did it so well how like he's always played all these really good characters and everything like that and you yeah. always like invest him to be a good person and then like in this film, he's just like the total opposite and it actually makes you hate him. Yeah. I have a little trivia for you about him. <laughs> Go on then. In the movie. So he didn't actually have a vocal coach on set with him. So, and he didn't tell the director or anyone else what his accent was going to sound like. So he blended... Was he told to be have an ac- accent? Yeah, yeah. He needed one for where he was from in the movie. Okay. So he, he took styles from different characters he's seen in movies before that have had a similar accent and he blended those into his own well and it was only until the first day of shooting his first scene that everyone heard his accent and that's why it was like dead high pitched and like just completely just made him sound a bit more deranged and a bit psycho for the role and i thought oh that's that's quite interesting because it's it's the same style with how they did it in it they didn't none of the actors saw pennywise in full makeup until the first time of shooting oh. That's, that's to, a pretty good thing, isn't it's it? It's to get the the genuine reaction mm. from the characters to make them feel more involved more in the real. scene. Exactly. So I thought that was quite good. Good little point for him. Um, the movie 
again the cinematography proper makes you feel enveloped in the sense of despair and rage and hopelessness and alone loneliness and through the style of acting as well as storytelling that's what i mean by how how it's staged how the stories are in segments Mm. as you would call it they're in chapters so it's literally like chapters of a book true so you mostly like the start of the movie is tom holland's character's dad and then it skips into tom holland's character as a teen or a young adult and then it skips into those two the the husband and wife who um yeah it does do those things with random people on the road it doesn't go back though because it, it yeah goes, so it does it, it into... does flicker back and forth and you've got robert pattinson's characters section as well and it shows you how so it's not like it's four four chapters it, yeah. individually and they, they happen but the end la- happen end happen. yeah the next three all chapters blended, aren't they? are all tom holland's characters he's he gets involved with diff- those those three different bits his own yeah. piece the husband and wives blends all together, and Robert Pattinson's it? character, yeah. But it all, yeah, it all blends together. It's nice, full circle at the end. Appreciate with, that always. With, with, with a little bit at the end, which makes you think, what's going to happen after there? And it leaves you to your own interpretation, which I really like. Open ended. Yeah, um, I've got a point on that, but a few little points. So you know the actor who played the first preacher that we see. And he dumps all those spiders on his head. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, fine. <laughs> it gave me nightmares. So the actor, he actually did that real. Oh, no. And they're called orb weavers. What does that mean? Orb weaver spiders. That's the type of spider, basically. It's the breed of spider Wait, so, that he dumps on him. So in that the... whole jar, he just dump, dumps on his head for real. So later on, when he's actually been bit by one, he's got a swollen face. Do you think that's for real? Oh, I don't know. Possibly, but I don't know. That's horrifying. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever be that committed to a role where I'd do that. I'm like, nope. Mm. CGI that shit in after. <laughs> Give me an empty jar. <laughs> so before so before we rate it out of ten, spoiler for you. So the ending of the movie, when everything's done, everything's settled, people have been killed, died, everything. And you think Tied up into a bow. You think Arvin, Tom Holland, is gonna make it out alive. He gets into a truck basically at the end of the movie and the guy who picks him up is like a hippie type and it really resembles that of charles manson you know for the manson family massacre oh, i never thought about that yeah yeah and he and he drives exactly the same um vw camper van that manson was known to have owned and used to pick up wandering travelers and he obviously used to take him back to wherever he lived and like kill them kill them basically oh i didn't know and, and having witnessed just what the character has endured through his life the viewer, by this time, should be fully behind him emotionally, and Arvin falling asleep in the presence of Manson, shall we say, leaves the viewer devastated at what could happen to him next. I think, well, I said that, I said, why is he falling asleep? I mean, why would they choose those two things out of everywhere? Someone who looks like Manson and the camper van out of everything. And also, like, the fact that he, after all the things he's been through, you, didn't, you wouldn't think he'd fall asleep in front of someone he does not know. Yeah, it's almost it's just showing that like he's he thinks he's finally done right and he's doing that massive long yawn and like falling asleep obviously thinking he's got that justice, he's done he's that okay. revenge. We we do hope he's okay. <laughs> but I didn't know that, so uh, maybe he's not okay. Maybe. <laughs> oh shit. Well fuck. Well fuck. So all in all <laughs> just rings Tom Holland up. Is your character okay? <laughs> I just need that closure, man. I just need that sweet, Nothing else, sweet closure. Just that. So all in all though out of 10 what are we going to give it uh, well I wouldn't say it was my normal style of film but mm-hmm. 
that aside, it was really well done. The acting was really good, and I love. I, you know how I always appreciate a full circle story, and mm. it had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, apart from the opening ending, but but still, I think it definitely deserves a good solid nine point five because. <sighs> Damn. Because it was That's just high. really well done, and we haven't seen a lot of new films lately that keep you kind of captured in the whole film. Keep you invested, wanting yeah, more. Like and sometimes, like guessing. a lot, a lot of films, like you, you can drift in and out of. But like this yeah. one. I say, even though it wasn't my style of film, I still think it's really good. Yeah. It, it still kept my attention throughout the film. Yeah. And it was a good, it was a really good film. I think. Yeah, it was an easy enough storyline. Obviously, it crossed over a few <laughs> times with different mini stories and things, but they all came back round again and it explained itself in full. And I thought that was really appreciative. And they acknowledged everyone's talent as well. I mean, they conveyed it in a way that it was good storytelling. It doesn't have to be an amazing story for it to still be told in a really good way. So, yeah, I must, I, I would agree with you with a 9.5. That's The Devil All The Time. It's on Netflix now. Impressions, impressions, impression time, time, time. Impressions, impressions, impressions. Time, 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 time. Guess what time it is? Guess what time it is? I don't know. It's impression time. Boom. Didn't see that one coming, did you? Obviously not. So, first one I'm going to do, I'm going to attempt. My voice is very deep at the moment because I'm just coming out of a cold. Bugs Bunny from Looney Tunes. Okay, go. Yeah. Do you think I can do this? Uh, I feel like it's okay, yeah. Cause do you know what he sounds like? No. <laughs> How are you going to judge it? <laughs> I mean, I've listened to him before. You're aware of who he is? Yeah. Yeah, He's you've watched watching... Space Jam, haven't yeah. you? You've watched Looney Tunes. We you know him. Yeah, but it's been a while since I heard it. It's been a while. Okay. <clears throat> Get into that wacky zone. You gotta try this after, by the way. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Doc? Mm, that was pretty good, but I don't think it's spot on. No, I think it needs to be higher because my voice is obviously quite deep, isn't it? Quite manly. Quite manly at the moment. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Doc? <laughs> is that alright? I just didn't picture you with bunny ears on. <laughs> <laughs> There was some method acting here. Let's <laughs> get a, head, a headband with them on it. Okay, it's your, it's your go now. Um, well, shit. <laughs> I was not ready for this. <laughs> I did not plan out. Can you do it again? What's up, Doc? This is going to be bad. You know it is. Always I'm stretching is. it out a bit too much. Try and just tighten it up. Just go, what's up, Doc? But really, like, pronounce the words, but like, yeah. Do that, yeah. If you want, I can do the carrot munching. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Doc? It just sounded like you. It did. <laughs> it did. Do you want another go? No, no it's fine. I don't. <laughs> it's not gonna get any better. So, all right, next one, Loki, from Marvel. Oh yes. Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> so we would decide on a quote. Is it the the one from Thor Ragnarok? I've been falling for 30 Oh, minutes. yeah, that's a good one. Do that one. Okay. <clears throat> I have been falling for 30 minutes. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, you go. Um, I'd like to hear one more, please. <laughs> I have been falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, I've been falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> It does sound like me. It does. <laughs> I can't do it. You gave it a go. That's all I care about. 
<laughs> this is kind of like going to be the hardest one. This is Yzma from The Emperor's New Groove. Do you think I'm going to do it well? Yeah, because it's cartoon. You do cartoons well. Oh, thanks. Okay. Which bit shall I say? Pull the lever, Kronk. Yeah, that's pretty good. Wrong lever! Why do we even have that lever? That's pretty good, to be fair. Like, besides the deep, the deep voice. Yeah, it could be a bit, a bit <laughs> higher, but it's still good. <clears throat> Try it again. What else does she say? Oh, I know. I'll turn him into a flea. A harmless little flea. And then I'll put that flea in a box. And I'll put that box inside of another box. And I'll mail that box to myself. And when it arrives, I'll smash it with a hammer. It's brilliant, 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 I tell you. Genius, I say. <laughs> that was okay. Or, to save on postage, I'll just poison him with this. Take it, Kronk. Oh, feel oh, the power. Do the do the line when she's at the table and she says, um... A llama. Why is he a llama? He's supposed to be dead. <laughs> Do that. What? A llama? He's supposed to be dead! That's a good one. <laughs> Let me see that file. This isn't extract of poison. It's llama! <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I think I just got it down because I've watched that movie so many times. Probably. It's a good film, though. <laughs> it really is. It's so good. To, I've just been listening to you, and I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it again. I've done it so much. <laughs> no, it's okay. Just go, pull the lever, crunk. Make it, like, a bit croaky, but high-pitched. Like, get the... Like <clears throat> an old lady. Yeah. Really, like, push it push it through your chest and your throat. I don't feel, I don't feel like I, I, you explained this. I can't Close do your eyes like and that. do it. <laughs> no. Famous words. <laughs> Famous last words. Close your eyes and do it. Close your eyes and think of heaven. Hot. <laughs> Don't worry. It's just a hot dog. <laughs> and I can never do it. Why can't I do impressions? Just do it. Pull the... <laughs> can't do it. That doesn't even sound like it. That's also me. Pull my lever, crunk. <laughs> it's going to be like really whiny. Like... Pull the lever, I can't do it. It just sounds like me. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Fail. Hashtag fail. From the creators of American Horror Story comes a new horror story, Ratchet. Not on Netflix now. Thank you. <laughs> I hit my throat that day. <laughs> so the movie... We... Damn it. God damn it. Fuck me. God damn it, Alex fucking about so the tv we've been watching <laughs> fuck's sake does it have legs from anywhere are so we the, babysitting the tv for somebody the tv we've been watching does it have a bedtime shut up <laughs> the tv series there you go. we have been watching is called ratchet it's on netflix ratchet. now ratchet so ratchet it's from the makers of american horror story so you know it's going to be good and it stars Sarah Paulson, who's also been in most of the seasons of American Horror Story. She has. Don't look at me. No, no, that. I was trying to think of what her, her character is in that well. Yeah. So we've watched episodes <laughs> one to four so far. We are halfway through, boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is based on the book One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which is also a movie from the 70s starring Jack Nicholson and Danny DeVito. And it has now been reimagined into the re-storytelling from Nurse Mildred Ratchet's 
point of view and how she interacts with patients, doctors and nurses and people on the, on the, in her personal life. I'll be quite honest, they all seem very mental. Mm. The, the, it's just a bunch of crazy people in that time. And that's the doctors. And I think it takes place in the, what, the 40s or 50s? Yeah, I think so. They're doing all lobotomy tests and surgery's gone wrong and just basically thinking that they can get rid of like lesbianism or depression oh, and so things like schizophrenia that. Schizophrenia, schizophrenia yeah. yeah. They can just get rid of it by doing... Lobotomizing people. Lobotomizing people and doing procedures on them or tests and things like that. And it's just, it's a disgusting, horrible thing that thankfully it's not, it's not what they do now. I'm quite surprised though that a couple of the people they, they did them on didn't, I don't know, it didn't take effect or they didn't do it in the right place because mm. they seemed like they were okay afterwards. Yeah, well, that's just adding to the effect that no, it doesn't work. I think it's more adding it's to the not fact real. that um, the doctors are just bullshitting and they think they're amazing. No, I think it's more to do with the fact that it's not, they don't know what they're doing, so they're kind of doing these crazy things and obviously they're not doing them right because they're putting them in different places or whatever. Mm. And some people get really screwed up by it. Obviously, like the the priest guy, because he's really messed up, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So she must have done it in a different place, and the other doctor did. Yeah. And then the other ones are actually okay because the little boy is fine. Yeah. And the two older ladies are fine. Well, mm. sorry, younger lady, older lady. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the acting. Now we've seen obviously Sarah Paulson act before in Horror Story. What a strange name. Sarah Paulson. I thought it was Paulson. Paulson. P A U L S O N. Oh, like P U like Paulson like Paulson. Pa- no, Paulson. Paulson. Anyway. Anyway, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Paulson. <laughs> Paulson. <laughs> Sugar on me. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> so we know her acting's really good. She doesn't let anything go by it. She completely embodies this character. You feel like you are watching this person who is called Nurse Ratchet. I feel like every time, because obviously she's had a lot of experience with playing different types of characters mm-hmm. and I think that's probably helped her really well because she's done different styles of people and you know yeah, well, she's she's method isn't she yeah and she's done lots of different styles of yeah. people she's probably helped her a lot in really these good. Kind of roles you've got supporting roles in there as well um like the other doctors and nurses mm-hmm. and you've got patients as well really embodying how patients react to those situations in that time or how people of those mental states how they were treated in those times you really feel as though, oh shit, this looks really real and it feels really real because of how they speak or how they interact with the nurses and doctors and how they get treated and shit like that. It really makes definitely. you feel makes you feel sorry for them as well Patience, as definitely. <laughs> Yeah, as well as sorry for the real people who actually did have to go through that at that time. The music in it the music it styles out like the shining for me. Yeah, no, I it's very Kubrick essence. And eerie eerie very eerie but it's almost like a it's like a weird psychedelic melody it's like a happy but deranged melody at the same time Do you think that kind of effect was was added in purpose to go with the color change i don't know what that's about yet but yeah i'd like to know what the color change is about yeah what it, it signifies it's like a temperature color change isn't like a hue change well it's like when certain things happen or she's thinking about certain things or people are acting in a certain way so i don't know if it's got some kind of impact that we're not seeing it might be like the seven sins kind of thing like you were saying like greed greed could be green and we've could only be seen, red we've only seen two colors though green and red and it keeps I've coming so up i've seen blue before as well no it keeps coming up and and it's not always with her either it's with other characters sometimes they'll be they'll be 
and mm. doing something in the scene or whatever and it'll go in a different color yeah it, and yeah. i'd like to know what that kind of means hmm. we'll have to look that up but mm. it's a good point i bet the, it does it means something speaking about the settings and the cinematography you love that word don't you i love i love a good cinematography it's, it's beautiful it's what it's what it what it's what sets the mood alex likes his big words quite <laughs> extravagant that's another big word i know <laughs> it really captures how the mood and setting of the time and place and where they are mm-hmm. like the costumes that they're wearing as well how they were dressed in that in that style in that era and it really makes you feel as though oh we are in this time and it's hard obviously because you've seen so many things up till now different series and things where they've made settings but i think it's a good combination of the color scheme and the palette of how different colors like we were saying red green blue everything like that it all brings it into one nice tv setting of an episode combination of how how it looks how it makes you feel how the actors act well they do say and how the music captures the mood they do say certain colors can make you feel certain ways like yeah exactly more cold or um scared if it's certain colors yeah. and like music obviously adds or to that angry as well, and things like that yeah. and you or frustrated or in you it helps you uh, those those things in the background that you don't usually think about it helps you to fit into that mood hmm, that's definitely. why those things are done on purpose i feel like it's escalated quite a lot <clears> things so you've only watched four episodes but it's escalated quite a lot from oh yeah it has one. yeah it has <laughs> like i know they're like an like, hour each they're an hour each yeah. but at the same time what you think about a series that you normally get a little bit at the beginning and then it, it kind of drags it out and in then the it middle. drags out through an episode yeah and then you get kind of this everything happening what... at the end whereas it's happening yeah. kind of in every episode something's yeah. happening this is what i was thinking the other day actually some series you get they they'll do like the start episode will have shitload of stuff in it yeah and they'll be like oh wow that was amazing yeah i'll carry on that and then like second third whatever however many episodes it'll just be kind of dragging the plot line along a bit or re- like retelling what happened in episode yeah. one or something like that and you're where like, oh. and you're like i can't really i'm not as invested as, I, as mm. I am to where other series do it where they still have that background storyline but which other has, things capture you into yeah, the episode but each episode is about a different thing exactly it, or not not so much different that it takes away from the main storyline <clears throat> of what the whole series is about but they happen in that episode individually, but it still continues the full story exactly. overall. Obviously, obviously, we've got the main arc of the story, and we know yeah. we're not going to tell everyone. And have like little sub arcs. In case you've not seen it all, but the main part of the story, we know it's there, so it's, it's, it's happened in number one, which obviously no one knew about. And then episode two explains what happened in one, but then there's other things happening. Yeah. And then obviously, you've got more things happening throughout the episodes but we all know and you won't the end, secrets about the doctors and things the end like that. goal of the obviously the main character is still there yeah and it's the main point of the story arc but mm-hmm. like i said there's just so many other things happening as well it just it's good it Keeps really, you invested. yeah and we, it's one of those where it says oh next episode you're like yes please i'll <laughs> so, take partake in that do i watch one episode or three in one night <laughs> i mean it's telling me to watch another one. It's continuing. Do I stop it? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't found the energy to move. I haven't stopped it. It's starting now. That's it. I've got to go off and watch it. I've committed. That's it. <laughs> Ten episodes later. So can we give a rating so far? Like a part rating I feel like of we how can, we are invested? Because we're halfway through. I was going to say, yeah, we're halfway through. So We've enjoyed amount. each episode up till now. And I say, 
not it's not just one thing happening and it's not just like one point and then that's the whole focus of the whole series is that one point because you get that there's in some so story. many different there's different points in it you get that in some like some series that literally is just yeah. about that one thing and it, the whole series is about that one thing and it just keeps little tiny things happen but it's still to do with that one thing yeah um so i do i do feel like we can because uh, i feel like i'm quite enjoying it mm-hmm. you know there's, there's a decent amount of things happening you know we've got good storyline yeah. good acting good scenes cinematography <laughs> so what would you give it out of 10 out of 10 so far i give it a solid 7.5 that's good because like, you, you don't want to give it too high in case it gets rubbish and tips down so yeah i feel like it's nice <laughs> it's nice in between of the the average five it's like it's neither good nor bad and then the 10 being that was bloody yeah, brilliant i'll watch that again you can't tell that until like the end so really. i thought 7.5 is quite it's you know it's in the middle so i think yeah it, it could change it might get worse it might get better but you'll have to wait and find out so we stick it, I think I agree with that. 7.5 seems like a good amount. Brilliant. That's Ratchet. Season 1's on Netflix now. Enjoy. So I just want to give a quick shout out to the Beauty Unlocked podcast. You can tune in as the host delves in to society's unhealthy obsession regarding physical beauty. You can stream it on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, and many more other apps. Hey everyone, it's Carissa, the host of Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. Buckle up and get ready for a side of sass as I delve into a variety of topics regarding physical beauty. We'll take a look at our society's obsession with beauty and the consequences these impossible standards have. Let's face it, this fascination regarding physical beauty and body image isn't a recent phenomenon. It's been around for centuries, it's crossed borders, and it's affected men and women alike. So if you're interested, buckle up and hear me rant and rave every Friday. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your favorite podcasting apps. So tune in to Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. Hey, guess what? What? I've got some more life hacks for you. I think you might like these ones. Are you Hit ready? Them. Hit me. I'm sitting down. I'm ready. Prepared, and my hand is under my chin. Nothing can prepare you for this. Go. So, if you buy new shoes that are too tight... I have a pair of shoes that are too tight. Continue. (gasps) Go. Well, this is the life hack for you. That's what I've been waiting for. If you stuff each shoe with wet newspaper as tight as you can, let them dry, then remove the newspaper. And does that make them bigger? Apparently. Will they shrink afterwards once they're dried, though? No. No. Let them dry. Sure. Let them dry. No, that's what I mean. They're like once they're well, this dried. Is what, this is the point of a life hack. If you got those new shoes, you're going to turn them hit. Um, I don't have them with me. Oh my god. Well, you'll have to try when you next get them, aren't you? Yes. Okay. Quite. <laughs> <laughs> or for anyone out there wants to try it and let us know, that'd be and great. And then I can try it. Yes. Okay. Next life hack. Boom. Go. If you've lost small items around your house, like little hard to, you know where they've gone. They've gone like just under the cupboard, just out of reach. Under this massive, heavy, heavy wardrobe. Send the cat. The cat will bloody eat it. (laughs) Just hard to reach places, right? If you stick a tight, like leg tights. Yes. Or a a pantyhose. Is that what they're called? Pantyhose? Pantyhose. That's what they're called in America, I think. Is that what they're called in America? Called tights here. Just tights. Just tights. Just tights. Pull it all the way over the end of a hoover, hoover nozzle. Yeah? Not the actual, you know, not the actual extension part, like the little, the... The thin bit 
take the um, take the attachment off of the stretchy pipe part. Right. So you're left with a circle, the circle bit, yeah. Okay. Put the tight, you know, pull it all the way back. Put it over that so it's tight at the bottom. So air's obviously still going to be sucking through that. And you reach for the hard-to-reach object, like your earring or something, or your ring or whatever. Suck it up from underneath wherever it is. It's gone. Under the sofa, whatever. Right. And it will stay on there. Because obviously it's not going up the hoover because it's the tights there. Right. So what you're saying is you have to take the sticker part off it. put the yeah. Put the tights on the bottom where it is. Put the pipe back on. So the tights are in between the hoover and the, the pipe. Mm-hmm. And then suck it up. Because you said that you made that sound really confusing. No, not at the not in the middle bit. No, so the you've end got your bit. you've got your extension on already. Yeah. The stretchy pipe, and then take your take your little tool off the top. Yeah. So you've just got the ring, the circle open air bit there that you use on the floor. Yeah. Not the actually bottom bit of the Hoover or anything like that. Right. I'm gonna have to show you in person, aren't I? Maybe. How to do um, this? And I'm, then... I'm hoping everyone listening can understand me. No, no. So then you put the the tights on the end of it and then put it back on, don't you? Are you going to suck it up then? Well, yeah. If you want to put the... No. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's not even hard to understand. So you've got the hoovers on, right? You've got the stretchy bits already on. And then your little thin bit on the end of it. Oh. Take that off. Fuck that off. It can go away. Does that come off on most hoovers? Yes. You can change them. You get different things. I didn't know that. I didn't own a hoover. God damn. (laughs) For all your hoover owners out there. That seems like a good thing anyway. Yes. For just such a tiny little thing. You'd be surprised what you'd drop though. Yeah. Or like money. It could work for money as well. If money rolls straight under the fucking sofa. No, no, no. I've got a better one for money. So you could have um, the, a long ruler, right? Right. And if you put a magnet on the bottom of the ruler, you can use the ruler to go under it and it'll get metal objects. There you go. Boom. Boom. A little uh, sub hack. That's for metal objects, obviously. Right. Third life hack. If you cut the frozen pizza oh, into yes. into sections first before putting it in the oven, it will not make a mess and it will give better heat distribution and it'll have no cold centre. I'd like to see this one in practice. We need to try this. Or if someone else wants to try it and tell us it works, please that, do. We can get that um the bacon double cheeseburger flavour one, the stuffed mm. crust. That God, that really sounds good. good. Doesn't it? Mm. Even though it's frozen, it might not be as good as fresh, but it does sound good. Some things are okay frozen, but... If you cook it right, it's which we will find out if we do this... It's fine and the right thing. Yeah. And that sounds good. That's... Well, we're going to try that, aren't we? Okay. Last hack. Last hack. Is it micellar water? Or micellar my, my, my water? Marcella water. The one that I use. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Marcella water. Marcella. Marcella? I thought it was M-I. So I say it. Marcella. Marcella water. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, it can be... Cle- it, it can be used... To clean your suede shoes so it removes stains and makes them look brand new again. No way. Check that out. But or surely, suede clothing. But if I you, hope. But if it wet suede, doesn't it mess with it? Because it's well, that's suede why, shouldn't get wet. That's why my cellar water is it's not your average water. But it's, <laughs> it's got not from the Himalayas. Toxins in it. It's still liquid. Yeah, but I've seen photos of people before and after doing their shoes. But have you tried it? I haven't tried it. Have you, have, you, have you ever got suede wet, though? It's really bad yeah. for it. It ruins it. Yeah, I know. So... Well, that's just that's just normal water. Well, I didn't say soak it in them. Don't put it into a tub with it in it. I don't think I'm going to believe this one until I see it. I'm sorry. Okay, well, that's the whole point of life hacks, baby. you got to try them. 
You're just sad to see it. The only thing You gotta see it to believe it. You don't have anything that's Well, we will ask someone that has suede shoes. Excuse me, it's really important. Sir, do you have a suede item? No. Well, fuck off. Well, fuck. Sir, do you have a suede item? Yes. Give it here. Give it here. I had this Marcella. What I want to try. Oh my god, it's clean. Praise. That's how it's playing the guitar there, guys. Can you guess what section it is? Um, about food. <laughs> music. It's it, the music. It is the music section. The music section. So, Leonie, what is your OSD of the week? This week, it's Boys of Fall overthinking because <gasps> it is a... I don't think too hard. It's a good song. Don't want a pun there. <laughs> Winking. What are you having a stroke? <laughs> so what makes it your OSD? Because it's just such a good catchy song. I love the chorus, but when it just goes into it, it's just like it's one of those songs you want to sing in a hairbrush. It's one of those <gasps> songs. Okay, that's giving it a good compliment. And also it's it just reminds me of like somebody I know as well that overthinks about everything. And, okay. And it's just like a really relatable song because a lot of people do overthink things they do. You're talking about yourself? No, not myself. I overthink You're things. You overthink things. Yeah, definitely. Um, but no, a lot of people do overthink everything in daily life, and it's just like a really relatable song. Yeah. It's fun and catchy. Nice. How would you recommend it to others who haven't heard of Boys of Fall um, and their style of music? It's only got a bit of a bit of scream in it, but most of it is kind of quite mellow, and I wouldn't say hard rock, but I wouldn't say soft rock either. Okay. But Pop rock. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say pop rock, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. And how would you go about displaying it to other people who are looking for something new to what listen to? Hey, do you overthink things? You do? Here's a song for you. <laughs> and then they just get hooked from there. Yeah. Nice. That was a good one. Um, so what's your OSD of the week, Alex? <laughs> Thank you for asking. I have two OSDs of the oh, week. Oh, well, that's just been greedy. Well... I'm a greedy person. I want it all at once. Can I guess? Um, are they both fame or fire? <coughs> <laughs> they are, aren't they? <laughs> you are correct. They are both from Fame on Fire. You're such a little fanboy. I'm geeking out very hard and I don't care who it's knows It's not really it. geeking out. That's not the right term. Okay, I'm fanboying. There you go. And I don't care who knows it. Fame on, fan- fame on fanboy. Fanboy. <laughs> 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 So in case you don't know out there, um, Alex is an official promoter for Fame on Fire. <laughs> anyway, so the first OSD is is a cover, because they do many covers, of Black Beatles. Oh, yes, I remember you talking about this one. Okay, it's a short song. It's good. It's catchy. Doesn't it make you sad when they do short songs? It does. It's always you... the best songs, isn't well, it? I look at it in two ways. Short and sweet or long and boring. I think I would still like to put a request out there to have It's Okay um, have another verse in it. Thank you. So <laughs> we do want that one song that needs to be extended to at least another minute. It's just that extra. I just want one more verse in it at least. Yeah, so. true. But it's a good cover. It's one of the best covers they've done, in my opinion. My second OSD. They do a lot of good covers, though. They do have a lot of covers. Good covers. Lucid Dreams is a good mm. one. Also, congratulations, or I love it. You're what? such a fucking hoe. I love it. What's the other one? So my second OSD. Down. God damn it. <laughs> she knows me. The acoustic version, obviously. Yes, it's down <laughs> uh, from their recent album levels. But they did an acoustic version. They did This Is Kinda Live. 
Hopeless Records, which is the label they signed to. So they did like oh, a Hopeless Records. Yeah. So they did like a, a kind of live um, stream on YouTube and they played down but acoustic. So it was just Brian and Blake. Yes, I remember you saying. And it's it's good. Like the song's not the heaviest on the album and it's not, it's like close, it's close, it's obviously second to Scars of Love at the end. So it's quite, it's like, a, it's mellow lyrics, but with like an upbeat rhythm. And um, obviously with Brian's vocals bringing out the hardship of it. The heart and soul. Like the gravel in his voice bringing out the, you know, how it feels to be so down. But when it's interacoustic, it gets that mellow lyrics. It really brings out the mellow lyrics and how it feels to be really upset or just sad. Or down. Or down. (laughs) I feel like the slower songs always make the best acoustic songs. Yeah. I'd also like to see Scars of Love in acoustic as well, please. And Mm. you're not dead yet. Well, Scars of Love pretty much is acoustic. Yeah, but not fully. At the end, you mean? Yeah. Mm. And I'd like to see, again... Um, Not dead yet. Yeah. Request, please. Thank you. A whole acoustic set. I mean, I that would that. just be... That would just be... In can't the, even describe how amazing that would be. I'd be there, front, centre. In the words in of Alex, screen. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> What's the section? I can't believe... This you can't is, believe you've just done that. I can't believe what section it is next. Can't believe you've done I'm that. not even ready for. You're not ready for this. You're not We're ready not ready. For this. Nobody's ready, ready for this. this. It's the pointless facts part. Oh, I see. I see what you did there. Actually, I think you find it's um, it's the best part of the show because it actually describes how pointless it is. So, <laughs> just saying. For the uh, the one person listening out there, this is for you, Karen. <laughs> Why is she called Karen? Because <laughs> Karen's listened to pointless things. Because <laughs> oh. they're called shots fired. <laughs> Woman down, woman down. Send back up. No, she's a Karen. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he sent comments. She heard him. <laughs> okay, first pointless fact. You're not even ready for this. This is sort of a life hack as well. Maybe. Oh, it's, but it's not a life hack. Stop it building need... it up because it's going to sound better. It doesn't well. need to be a hack. But it could be. A piece of paper cannot be folded more than nine times. Um, excuse me. I feel like I need to challenge this. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was it. Move out the way. <laughs> Extreme folder coming in. Give me the paper. <laughs> Give me that A4. <laughs> we'll try that, We'll try it in a minute. Is we'll that depending on the size of the paper? I don't know. Your average, <laughs> you know, your average Joe. Your average piece no, of paper. No, I'm talking about, oh, it's an A4. Yeah. Standard A4. Yeah. Okay, then. Get a bit out of your notebook. Out of my notebook. <laughs> we'll try it after. That's not A4. My notebook. Yeah. Not this oh, one. Oh, wait, your big one. Okay. Don't. I'm going to say that one's like an A5. This <laughs> is like A7. You don't know what that size is, do you? <laughs> You're writing little mini notes that I need magnifying glass for. <laughs> Note to self, buy bigger notebook. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mini post-it notes for our mini notice board. Don't you find that strange? How an A5 is bigger than is A1. Yeah. I'm sorry, an A1 is bigger go... than an A5, sorry. It's strange, isn't it? Yeah, they go backwards. Moving on. Second pointless fact. More calories are wasted by sleeping than watching TV. Wasted in as you get rid of them or you put them on? As in getting rid of them. So that's a good thing. So you should sleep more. Is that what you're saying? No, you should watch TV more. Why? Oh, no. Not wasted. No, sorry. Not wasted as in getting rid of them. As in wasted as in you burn it. No, you're using more calories sat watching bed. Oh, uh, right. Okay. So, yeah. So you should watch more TV then. Yeah. While you're in bed. Mm. Wait, is that the right way around? That can't be right. What? 
Yeah, because you think about it, if you're watching... If you sleep... No, no, because if you're watching... T- when you sleep, you don't move, you don't do anything, you, s- you stay still, or some people don't. <laughs> but if you watch TV, you think about it, you're focusing on it, which means you're, you're using your whole body... You're using muscles your brain's, to stay awake. Yeah, your brain's using your whole body to, like, watch the TV. Yeah. So it's, like, burning it off, even though you're not doing anything. True. Third pointless fact. Is this a stellar fact? <laughs> it's a dirty fact. Oh, oh. The majority of dust in your home consists of your own dead skin. I mean, that's obvious. I knew that anyway. Did you? Most of it in your house probably just me. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> but probably true. Just to let everyone know, it's mostly you. <laughs> your dead true, cells though. in my house. It's mostly me, Alex. <laughs> I mean, it's probably true. Because I've got eczema, so... You dirty, dirty girl. No, but it's true though, isn't it? You dirty pig. <laughs> okay, next point. Boom. A cat can produce over 100 sounds. Oh. But a dog can only do 10. Boom. Cats are better. She would just start recording the cats. Cats rule. Cats rule and dogs rule. She would just start recording the cats 24 7. It was that a different noise? No, same noise. I want a different noise. Cat Morse code. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's the meow he made at this time. So this this means this word, and that means that word. That's a new one. That's a new one. What does he mean? Oh, this means this word. <laughs> Turns out everyone means food. <laughs> means food. This one means food. That one means I love you. This one, one means, means I hate me. you. <laughs> I mean, stop staring at me. Feed me. <laughs> feed me. Stop stroking me. I'm trying to sleep. Just don't touch me at all. <laughs> all right, this one. This is, I don't recommend anyone trying this at home. I don't know whether it works. I should probably find a video of it on YouTube to see if it actually does work. Because okay. I'm definitely not going to try it. Oh, apparently, he, apparently heating up a rock inside the microwave will cause the rock to explode. I don't know what setting you've got it on. You've got it on high or just normal. Don't know how long it's got to be in there for. It could Surely. be 10 seconds to explode or a minute or if 10 it, minutes. If it's going to explode, isn't it going to break the microwave and go through it? Well, that's what... Who's even yeah. tried this? Why would you want I, to try this? I don't know. I don't know who's who it's come from or when why what would make them put the ma- rock in a microwave. The only way you could try that is if you were getting rid of a microwave and you had an extension cord, you could plug the microwave in inside and have it outside and yeah. then have it facing away. The rock is going in. Him, he's had a bad career, you see, so we're just going to get rid- <laughs> we're retiring the rock. <laughs> Fuck the microwave. Want to see what happens to this bastard rock? <laughs> it's a- <laughs> it's actually wait do we need to defrost the microwave first um i'll have you know as well it's a famous rock it's from that film we watched you know the, the one with the babysitter in it it's that rock that rock ah uh, yeah so, the boulder yeah. rock yeah we're retiring that rock <laughs> we need to defrost the rock first i said microwave before but i meant defrost the rock <laughs> i have frozen rock in my freezer i'd like to i like to demolish it now <laughs> i think it's time <laughs> Oh, there you have it. There are pointless facts. I really hope you enjoyed those as much as I did. Final point of the day. Last segment of the movie quotes. We all love this part, don't we? Because I didn't always get them right. Because it takes you a while to guess them. <laughs> you know them, but you just forget what they're called. I mean, in my defence, you do always use like really obscure quotes. Well, so. I hope this time that I've chosen good ones that you will get. Am I doing them impressions as yes, well? Yes, I do want the impressions with them. Merging those two segments together. I mean, you can't really do a quote without doing it, because if you just sound normal, that's not going to sound like right. Yeah. Okay, first one. You ready? I'm trying to embody the character. With this hand, I will lift your sorrows. Your cup will never empty, for I will be your wine. With this candle, I will light your way into darkness. 
with this ring. I ask you to be mine. Coat's bride. Boom. <laughs> Very well done. How was it? How was it out of... Um, what would you give the rating No, you, you sounded too manly. He was very... That sounded like a little Timid. boy. Yeah. L- a little I was trying to. That, you did not see me going... <laughs> no, you just, you're still too deep. Ah. You're too manly, sorry. <laughs> okay, next quote. You ready? Okay. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Which one it is? <laughs> does it sound familiar? Yeah, no, no, it does. I don't know Stab in the dark one. It's, um, just, you know what it is? Yeah, I don't know which one it is because there's more than one. I don't know if it's meet the fuckers or is it little fuckers or is it meet the parents meet the parents there's just so many they're all i don't know which one's which because they're they're all mulled together Send them so back to front as well yeah it's meet the parents it's uh robert de niro's character they all mulled together (laughs) okay last one who allowed you to take my breath away Booksmart, because we watched it. Booksmart, yeah, it's uh, Beanie Feldstein's character. I feel like I still remember that anyway, because that's just, you said it all the time. It's such an iconic, <laughs> it's such a quotable movie, that is. Brilliant. Absolutely love it. We're done, diddly done. Is there anything you'd like to say to the listeners? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, tumbleweed. <laughs> I don't know where you get tumbleweed in here. I don't know. Do you want to say anything? I just want to say thank you very much for listening. I've been your horrible host alex carter with me is my co-horrible host leonie chambers i feel like when i like when you do (laughs) (laughs) with me is my co-horrible coast (laughs) this could be the outtake (laughs) my my (laughs) ho-coast she's a ho she damn she fine as fuck She my little booty Just hole. say co-host. You don't have to say horrible host, Nick. It's too much in your, your mouth. With me is my new co-horrible host, Lehoni Chambers. Horrible host. <laughs> we'll put them together. Shut up. That one was spot on. <laughs> I'll edit around that. <laughs> um, thank you, Alex Carter. Um, for, for upgrading having... me. Upgrading well, my first presence. of all, um, promoting me. Um, and I'd like to thank my family. I feel like I would have got this into this place without them. It's such a good them. job to get the part. <laughs> um, you know, it's all about working super hard, you know, helping the boss out when I can. <laughs> <laughs> Going the extra mile. You're such a fucking hoe. I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> Brilliant. This is Past, Present and Pointless. I hope you enjoyed it. Big shout out to Beauty Unlocked podcast. You should check that out on Spotify now. We are also on Spotify. Check me out on Instagram, past, present, and pointless. And now, we're and that on is Facebook. all. We are on Facebook as well. So find us there too. You can DM us, ask us questions. You give can us send pointless in, facts. If you're going to try some facts, hacks as some, well, some for hacks, us. yeah. If you've got some videos of you trying hacks, send yeah. them to us as well. Facts and hacks, mm-hmm. brilliant. We'd appreciate that very much. Thank you very much. True. We love you all. That concludes our episode for the week. Make sure to follow, share, and subscribe for more pointlessness.